following presentation is brought to you by at Mixtape Classics on Instagram. You are now tuning to Rico Vision Radio, the home of real hip hop. You're now rocking with the best. Looking for the realest motherfuckers on the net. Street certified shit, nigga, this is it. That Clico Vision Radio shit is lit. Most Hollywood, Don Knotts be the shit. Number one podcast, now it makes sense. Got them in the zone, now they telling all their friends. Listen one week, then they listening again. Sound way better on the second time around. Sound way better when the record's playing loud. Real hip hop, not the same mainstream. Not the same names with the lame 16. Round the whole world. They should all take heed If they ain't real They should all pay fees It really ain't a fight When you're training You came to win Get ready Let the games begin Motherfucker Alright ladies and gentlemen Welcome back Welcome fucking back ClecoVision Radio Back in the building Episode number uh, Yeah let's not keep Yeah we stopped numbering them shits You know what I mean we, we running through episodes At a real quick pace but we back in the building. For the new listeners out there, this is Clico Vision Radio, your one-stop spot for golden era hip-hop. And, uh, yeah, for, you know, those that don't know, my name is Bumps Hollywood. I got my co-host, Don fucking Knotts. Yo, what up, yo? We got a special guest, Jacques, in the building, ladies and gentlemen. Jacques, say what up to the people. What's good, y'all? What's good? All right, so for this episode, this is the first episode in a new series that we bring into y'all called Behind the Boards. Uh, Don and myself, we both producers, so this is near and dear to our hearts. And um, to set this off, we're gonna do a, a, a fucking heat makers episode. Um, for for people loyal listeners, y'all know I'm a huge fan of the, the heat makers, huge fan of Dipset. So you know it, it goes without saying. This is where we start off. Yeah, me myself, I'm not a big Dipset fan, but I definitely appreciate the heat makers production. Um, I feel like these guys. In my eyes, kind of carried Dipset. I feel like they helped to create the signature sound of Dipset. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, with the the sped up samples, the the drums that was just hitting. You know what I mean? Like even the reggae shit, which I didn't even know. Um, but the dude is like Jamaican. You know what I mean? Uh, arsonist. Yeah. So he, he really brought like the reggae samples into the game and shit, which wasn't being used that that frequently. So, um, yeah. You know, perfect place to start. Plus, I got a new album that just dropped last Friday with Joel Ortiz. and, that, and uh, That'll be our new wave of the week. That is the new wave of the week. Let the cat out of the fucking bag. <laughs> but yeah, Dipset, Heatmakers, legendary group, I guess. Even though at this point, I think there's only like one man standing. Uh, shout out to the arsonist. That, that's kind of what I'm gathering. So... <laughs> I, I mean, I went back, I did my research and everything, and uh, in a recent interview, um, Arsonist kind of alluded to the fact that Thrilla was his partner at the time. So, I think that means they're not now. Kind of sounds uh, like they parted ways. Yeah, I, I would venture to say. And then, um, yeah, if you look back, I, I saw another thing on a, a Smack DVD where there was literally like six of them. Shout out to Smack DVD though. They <laughs> <laughs> need to bring that That's shit back. Yeah, definitely need to bring that shit back. Um, so yeah, I don't know. God only knows what happened to everybody else, but I'm glad that Arson is still doing his thing because you know they still producing that well, fire. If you think about it too, like I would say he probably did the majority of the beats also. That's tough to say. I'm, I'm not sure. He definitely unless did. they all have the same exact style. Like my beats don't sound exactly like yours at all. I mean, there, there's I, there's certain similarities, I would say, but we definitely both have our own distinct styles, so 
I don't think you're gonna have like two different producers that sound exactly the same. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It definitely does sound like more or less arsonist. Yep. And then maybe I and in, in the interview I saw, he said his man like loaned him the MP. So maybe. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was the extent of the relationship. <laughs> it could be. Thanks to the MP, you're my partner. Yep. You know what I mean? Welcome to the heat makers, pal. <laughs> <laughs> they influence. Yo, but I feel like they, they're influencers in their own right. You know what I mean? I feel like they brought a whole wave of production um, with us. There's definitely a splash of Kanye, you know, in the uh, the vibe yeah. with the soul Yeah, and it sample. was kind of around the same time Kanye was doing yeah. this thing, so... It was definitely around the same time. But I feel like, like you know, I always say Dipset movement was crazy. And I feel like they played an integral role in that shit. You yeah, know what I mean? Especially like, Especially defining the sound and all Yeah, when you think of, like, I'm ready and shit like that, Dipset and Did I really mean it, too? Uh, no, no, that, that was, was just, just Blaze. That was just Blaze. Yeah. yeah. I, I thought Blaze, so. Like, when, when, I was, when I was, uh, <laughs> like, looking at all the track listings and shit last night or on their Wikipedia. Uh, I realized that Just Blaze did. Uh, I really mean it. So, yeah, I mean, but it sounds sound very like similar. Yeah, yeah, that was the sound around then, and I mean, Just Blaze, like, he's an animal too. Yep, definite icon, definite icon. But that's when it was merging with like the rock and shit. So, yep. yeah, yeah, that's probably how they. And that's got when Just Blaze was super young when he was fucking with uh, Rockefeller, like. Yeah. I know it was him and Kanye were fucking fucking them around the same time. Just Blaze super young, so he was probably just. About the ideas off the heat makers. Yeah, I feel like they said I think Dipset like stole a Just Blaze beat CD and just made hits off them shits without this guy even knowing. That sounds like something Dipset would do. <laughs> Straight up, like he left the shit in the studio so. and they just sent the shit back. Like, yo, this is fucking. Uh, I really mean it. So, all right, fuck it. Before we go off on too much of a tirade, um, when you think heat makers, you obviously think Dipset. When you think Dipset, you think Killer Cam. Um, so let's get into some fucking cam. This was early Heatmaker. This was pre-Dipset diplomatic immunity shit. Let's drop this fucking come home with me. Killer cam produced by the Heatmakers. It's Clico Vision Radio with Don Knotts and Bums Hollywood. Taking you back. Hey, yo, come on home with us, man. All the world USA, man. Take a walk with us on our block, man. See how we live. Dipset, yo, yo. Uh, come on home with me. Early 90s, it wasn't pretty and shiny. I was certainly grimy. Cause I ain't have no fresh clothes. Or jewelry with the XOs. My house had its best those. I'm fixing up a 60 pack with a kitty cat. Mice running around the damn sticky trap. Come on home with me. Where my mother found my crack platter. Threw it away, so I snapped at her, back slapped her She picked up a bat like Maguire, for that matter Hit me, I was back at her Come home where I ducked the DTs Lying around the corner, but I'm getting the free cheese Come on home with me, where I stand on my post Play on my toast, dinner with mayonnaise and toast and pepper Many nights I done slept with a heifer Any beef came and left on a stretcher, killer Come on home with me where they rapidly flossing Where I back him to have the abortion Money brand bag extortion Caution ain't no track in the orphan Relax in the coffin And the bitch know I'm serious Cause I'm never scared ma Unless you miss your period So come home with me Where the girls wanna come home with me They say Cam if you need don't hit me Love to see the chrome whip me 
the car a quarter mil on the wheels, I done blown 50. Dice game blown 50, Joe's blown 60. Head cracked stone swiftly, took it home with me. So come home with me, where a nigga makes Starbucks. I'm about to cop the Starbucks. I'm the first on my hard luck. Now I'm at the dealer buying cars, trucks. Yo, come home with me to the streets, the slums, the ghetto. That's home to me. Every night my girl crying, come home to me. No, come home with me where so many cops. The block is boiling and the food is spoiled. But that pot with the rock is boiling. Same pot mama cooked with, left the oil in. Come on home with me where these bitches is frauds. Niggas don't listen to broads. They have you sitting in court for kids that ain't yours. Come home. Come home with me with a pistol squeezing. Niggas twitch the chicken, rip the pieces. Our kids get even. Come home with me. Don't leave your corners behind. Cause them bitches leave the monsters behind. Pray to God that I'm fine. Come on home with me. Come on zone with me. Come on walk through this cold city where these kids need food. Niggas need guidance and bitches need rules. Come on home with me when niggas living off they last buck. Phone is off, rent is backed up. Come home. Strap up, hit the street gats up, clack up and get that money back up. Come home with me, every block got a crack in it. Every hallway got a nigga with some crack in it. Don't get trapped in it. Come on home with me, when my parents with um, leave me alone. So early I was free to just roam. Seven keys to the home, eleven trees to the dome. Thirteen, I ran the streets with the chrome. Come on home with me, where the buses don't run. And my dog straight buses, they gun. Think that getting caught by justice is fun. Keep a blade up in the gums, this hollow, where the fuck is you from? Uh, come on home with me, every few minutes was a knock at the door. Fiends coming, copping the roar. Clothes kick socks on the floor. Mommy like be quiet, cause I really think them cops at the door. Is them locks on the door? Come on home with me, with grandmothers is sturdy. One grandma that bought it is sturdy. Is my cut from a birdie School cutting it early Don't stutter Motherfuckers you heard me uh. Come on home with me These are the facts Steve Francis and Latifah got jacked Mike Tyson punched me screen in the face Sarge snatched by the feds We was the case No shit he's still pleading his case Come home with me Hoes say that's Jones with you What I wouldn't take him home with you Come home with me Get stoned with me Be zoned with me The chrome you see The Jones you see Dipset Come home with me Jim said, nigga, Jim Jones, couple status, killer, Freaky Ziggy, Joel Santana, Black the Dawn, diplomatic, coming for y'all, two double one, black, but life, hold that down, and what? Harlem, Harlem. It's ColecoVision Radio. You know where you're a hoe is. <laughs> it's time for the new wave of the week. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Uh, as you can tell from that bomb-ass intro, it's fucking new wave of the week time. So, this past week, we had the Heat Makers alongside Bronx native fucking... Um, Fred the Godson and more Joe. He's Brooklyn, right? Joe Ortiz. Yeah, Brooklyn. Brooklyn native Joel Ortiz <laughs> dropping Gorilla Glue. Before we even get into this new wave of the week, 
I think we need to talk about last week's new wave of the week. Shout out to Queensbridge. Um, we're what fifty-seven episodes in, something like that. Something like that. This is the first time I've ever seen an artist get upset about one of our ratings. Straight. Or, I don't know if he was upset, but his his camp was. Who's the artist? His name would be Cormega. Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Corey Mega, yo. You were called a pussy. Definitely. I was called a pussy. You were. <laughs> Why? Uh, I feel like... Mega, we- put out a hot project. Okay. All right. That's, that, that's the problem here. Love you as an artist. This guy, now he's starting backpack. No, no. Backpack. I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. Okay. You have an invite to come here and let me and this man produce an entire album for you. Free of charge. Right. Free studio time. We will, like, put together a project that will make everybody forget about the bullshit you just put out. Shout out to Mega. Um, if he hasn't used that, just pass the beats. Straight <laughs> up. To me. Straight up. Yeah. This guy is showing up with the swammy, though. Definitely showing up with the Oh, swammy. yeah. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. But, no, I, I thought it was... A, it was pretty lame that, you know, we were we were harsh. I will admit that, but at the same time, like you said in that episode, he doesn't deserve a pass just because we like him as an artist. Right. I think it was fair. I think it was a fair criticism. Like, you know, if you drop some bullshit around here, you gonna get ranked no, with with limited bottles. And this whole thing just made me realize he has nothing but yes men surrounding him. Straight up, a whole bunch of dolges. Yeah. Surrounded by dolges. All right, so you done now? I'm done. All right, cool. <laughs> so for the new listeners out there, new wave of the week time, we pretty much stole this shit directly from the source. Um, what we do is a new project drops and we rate it on a, a a very intense and intricate bottle rating system. Um, shit's fire. It gets five bottles. If the shit is named Mega and it's trash, then it gets one bottle. <laughs> And uh, anything else falls in between. So this week's project is Gorilla Glue by the Heatmakers, Fred the Godson, and Joel Ortiz. Now, I'm going to preface this by saying, going into this project, huge Heatmaker fan, not that big of a Joel Ortiz and Fred the Godson fan. So I didn't really know how I was going to feel about this project. Um, but I was pleasantly surprised. Don Nas, what's your take on this shit? Um... When you first told me about it, which is normally how I start off my whole uh, always thing in this segment, um, I knew what to expect from Joel Ortiz. I knew ex- uh, what to expect from Fred the God's- Godson and the Heatmakers. So um, it was actually better than what I was anticipating, I thought. Um, the one thing that I was disappointed and was at the end of the album, I was left wanting a lot more. This guy was unsatisfied. I was unsatisfied. Every dissatisfied. Every so I can't name one weak song on this album. They were all fire. I I literally cannot name one weak song. So uh, we we had a total of nine songs. At the end of the last one, I'm like, this is bullshit. Normally I would give it four and a half, but because I'm left wanting more, we're giving it a four. So I kind of just gave up my rating right there. But, yeah. um, I mean, down the track list, you go song for song, like, starts off amazing. Um, Hayden Full, I don't even really remember that off the top of my head. The hallway shit was mad hot. Um, with the Jamaican dude on the hook. Right. Um, 
My favorite on there is probably either Kilo or Feliz Navidad with Jim Jones. This guy turned from a Jimmy hater. I don't like Dipset. I don't like Jim Jimmy Jones. Jimmy fanboy. Oh, shout out to Capo Status. <clears throat> yo. Now I'm going to have fucking Jim Jones call me a pussy next week. Straight up. Jim Jones' last album was fire, though. It was actually. Wasted Talent, yeah, definitely fire. Fire production, good features. It's a fire project. I'm a lifelong Jimmy fan. I'm not going to lie. From the first fucking mixtape rider music straight through on my way to church. All the way through. Somewhere in Miami, like, this guy's never disappointed me. So, <clears throat> I can't really, you know, I can't really hate on Jim. On the other hand, Joel Ortiz never really been a gigantic fan of this guy. I can recognize and appreciate bars, but I need, like, more than just bars. You know what I mean? I need some, like some captivating delivery and shit like that to really reel me in um and in the past i haven't really experienced that from joel on this on this shit like i don't know maybe it was thanks to the heat maker production too that kind of already just got my attention where i was able to really sit and listen and this guy murdered the project um I, I always respect him as a lyricist. I always thought he was nice, but like I said earlier, like I feel like he's a cartoon character. Right. Like he's just like a funny looking like Oh, he's funny looking now? <laughs> oh well, now we gotta add Joel Ortiz. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean he he looks like a cartoon character and he, he has like the persona of one. Um and I even uh he came into one of my uh jobs back in the day in Queens and this guy was fat as fuck. <laughs> Mad he lost a little weight. Did he? Yo, he was fucking huge. <clears throat> this guy was like buying one of them electric bikes. Trying to get in shape? I know. It was like an electric fucking motorcycle. Oh. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> like fuck pedaling? Yeah, pretty too, much. Too big to pedal out of yeah, the Yeah, picture this fat guy fucking going down the street on a fucking guy, moped. Joel is definitely <laughs> jumping in our, con- our comment section. But uh, yeah, all in all, definitely fire. My favorite shit on here was Murder One. Definitely loved the Method Man hook. Definitely had kind of a throwback. Oh, yeah, feel. I remember it now. Yeah, that shit was mad hot. Yeah, yep. it definitely had a throwback feel to it. And uh, yo, the, the like, all right, obviously they're not metaphors, right? They're similes. But the metaphors on the, on the project were fire. Them shits were crazy. The thing I will say, too, is like, obviously, like, we all appreciate Heatmaker's production in the past. I feel like it is, like, I don't want to say reached ahead because you never know, like, it could even get better at this point, but it's above and beyond anything that I've heard from them in the past, I feel like. Which is progress, so I fuck yeah. with it. That's how it should be, you know what I mean? Every project should be better and better, so... And you gotta think, too, like, back then, like, during that whole Dipset era, they were probably getting more money, like, off music than they are today. Probably. Probably, because I remember on the Smack DVD, it was like, yeah, that's how you make 30,000. 30, 30 stacks, <laughs> yeah, 30 stacks. In 15 minutes. <laughs> So, I don't know, Jacques, you heard the project, right? What, what do you think? You fucking with it or what? Um, I'm fucking with it. I think that um, you kind of get... Well, first off, I've never been a huge Feather Godson fan. Uh-huh. Um, but I think that him being on the same project as Joel Latisse sort of made him like step his game up. Yeah. Um, they complimented each they other. Right? Yeah, yeah, they complimented each other well. And also, you put two New York rappers and heat makers together in the studio, like, you know what you're going to get, a lot of bars and... I appreciate that. I think that there's not a lot of people doing that right now. You have the Jim Jones project. Man, Dipset dropped the project too. Yeah, recently. Which was, was fire. That was, that was fire. I'm not gonna lie. Jim Jones 
No, I, I sipping his, <laughs> sipping his tea. No, no, I did listen to that, and that I was fire. I, I did say uh, that Jim Jones stepped his game up. Nice stepped his shit. game up. I, to be honest, like I think he had the best verses yeah, on that. But um, all right. So you gave your rating. So you, what are you saying? Four. Right, I, four. I I want to give it a five, but I need more than nine songs. It was, Dude, I, I mean, you need more than nine. I need more than nine. Really? I need more than nine. I, I mean, Daytona was seven. I give that a five. If we really, yeah. People love that album. I'm, I'm not really. What? Yeah, I fuck with Push, but nah, bro. That's a, that's a ten. I don't think it was classic. What? I don't think it was classic. Five is timeless. Ah, uh, five we like. I, I don't think you could call it classic a classic within the year. I think you gotta. No, I think you could though. Like what? I feel like um. Like reason that was called classic until. Illmatic was instant classic. That was instant, yeah. Kenny's um, Good Kid, Mad City, instant classic. And Kenny's last shit, I feel like, Damn. instant classic. You think them was instant? Instant. I thought Tipping Butterfly was instant. I literally slept on that album. What? Yeah, literally slept what? on it. Yeah, yeah. I was, I, was, I was disappointed. Did you, have you listened I, since? I listened back. Oh, it was fine. It was fine. It was fine. Sick, it was fine. It. <laughs> no, no, it was fine. But again, it was like the... I don't know. Good Kid, Mad City was just so fire to me that it was kind of a it was kind of a slide back, in my opinion. You know what I mean? But um, yeah. I don't know. Five is timeless. Five is timeless. Yeah. We've never given an album a five bottle read, have we? Yeah, nah. Oh, all right. So I give Daytona a four point five. I give this a four. Four. Yeah. That's solid. Yeah. Four, no, four is solid. I feel like. Yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to give it more, and I feel like if there were three more songs on it, it would have been a five for me. Or or it might have went down to three point five. I don't think trash. it would have though. Nah, I don't think it would have either. Nah, especially if this guy's getting thirty stacks of beat, he's definitely <laughs> coming with fire. I wonder how that works though with these guys though, because it's his project too. So someone gets thirty stacks of beat. Oh yeah. yeah. Who gets the heat makers work? Work? Yeah. Thirty. God damn. Oh, yeah, well, that was back when that smack dropped, so that yeah. was like 08. Yeah. 08, I can see that. Yeah. yeah I can see that 08. In 08, Akon wanted 90 grand for a fucking hook. I mean. <laughs> and it was worth everything. It was Akon. It was worth everything. That was straight platinum. He, he would never even. He couldn't even really sing. It was his voice being unique and the yeah, melodies he was carrying. Yeah, it was different. Yeah. 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 Kind of young easy. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was pretty, pretty close. Heat. That was yeah. pretty close. No, but I feel crazy. like if you had an Akon track at that point, it no, was going It was going like Akon on the hook? That was kind of like Drake on the hook in like 2010, 2011. Could When Drake used to sing on the hook? Yeah. Could not miss. Yo, sorry. All right. What did you give it? I honestly I would have gave it a four point five. So I guess it rounds down to a four. Four. Um I thought the production was perfect. I thought it fit these two perfectly. Uh, I'm sure they probably had mad songs together, you know what I mean, yeah. and then whittled it down to this. Like, honestly, like, yeah, I thought the project was perfect. The only thing that prevented me from giving it that perfect rating is the fact that it wasn't a full album to me. How many songs did Illmatic have? Ten. I don't I don't Nine, even know. Nah, oh, the, the intro first was the intro, but yeah, nah, I, I, I count that as that's a trend. <laughs> yeah. But and that might be why it's not my favorite Nas album. No, I, I think the I think you can have an album be ten or twelve, like ten to twelve. It I feel like Daytona be, had like five and seven. Did it really? Yeah, <laughs> that's still light though. That's still light. Nah, it's light. It's not. It's light. But that was. I think that was more of a. Leading into the streaming age thing, like if you make a short album, you're gonna have people play it on a loop, yeah, yeah, and yeah. you just get more streams. Like, 
That's yeah. all it is. Streams? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, speaking of streams, another complete derail. Y'all heard A Boogie was like number one in the country, right? And sold like 90 physical copies. <laughs> what? You know, but I feel like people say that. Oh, I, feel, I feel like. I feel like 200? 200. That's not much better. But I feel like. That people don't buy physical. Nobody does. I, I don't so even know I where you would like, find that. Like people try to shit on him for that, but I was like, you're just speaking to the way the culture is now, rather than his artistry. Like, yeah, that's just, like people don't buy physical albums unless you really like. I would buy a physical album just because that's how I grew up. Like, right. And I really fucked with it, but nobody's about to go out there. What? People don't even. Yeah. People don't leave their house to get music. Definitely not. Yeah. But the number two hundred. Nah, number it sounds crazy. It sounds crazy. <laughs> it used to be like two hundred thousand my first nah, week. That's like two hundred. Period. Hell yeah! And that was a number one album. That's how you know back in the day you to go platinum. You really had to move units. Like you, like people would leave their crib to go yeah. buy albums. That's yeah. crazy. And we didn't even know it was on it. We knew like I two songs. Say, yeah, it's true. Like, no right, previews. It Fifteen dollars. I mean, you get the singles and stuff. The, the the people who purchase music now don't have that level of excitement that we had. Yeah, because it's too much off, previews. Yeah, r- running to like a fucking record store, like Media Play or some shit. Driving around your beat up Nissan Stanza. <laughs> fucking. It's reminiscent. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's real though. It's, it's definitely real. Like, yeah, excitement isn't there. I think a lot of people they do too many previews on social media now, and it, it yeah. Like upsets the expectations. Like sometimes you you think you're getting more than you actually are, and then the preview is actually higher than the actual song, and just fucks everything up. People announcing features wait like, oh, I was in just the studio with so and so. Like, yeah, there's no there's no surprise yeah. now. Like, yeah, it's kind of sad if it fucks it up. Like, and then when people digest the music, they just digest it so quickly, yeah. can't even form full opinions. They just listen. Then that's it. Like they have one. Team. May never listen they again. They may never listen again. Yeah, that's, that's how I do. Like we review albums every week. I never listen to them again. Very few that. do for I real? listen to like multiple run throughs. I gotta do. I gotta do like for me to speak on the album. I gotta listen like three or four times probably. Yeah, this shit I listen to several times. Um, core mega shit listen to twice, but I don't know. I'm hoping I'll ride around with this shit. More going forward because you guys listen to it in different phases. You gotta do the car test, you gotta do yeah, when you're walking around, you gotta do when you first wake up. Like, right, right, I, right. I'm mostly reviewing all the the uh, albums that we review on the show, like while I'm in the shower or like getting ready to go somewhere, yeah, like which is not, tough though because how much are you really sitting with it's, it? It's passive listening, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's on the go, but I'm I'm paying attention to it. But I there's some that I do in the car also. Like, That's my main thing. Contest. I want to just drive nowhere and listen yeah, to the shit. I need you know the contest. Yeah, that's the biggest thing for me. It's like, how does this feel right now? And this album felt right everywhere. Played again, dressed, played in the car. Dude, the Nas and Kanye shit, I actually sat down at my desk and listened to it word for word. And hated it. That was not good. I didn't hate it, but... It was not good. I fucked with it. I think... I I just think they don't... On paper, they should work really well together. I don't think they do. They have worked in the past, which They only did work... What would they do? They had one song... They had, like, We Major... uh, Yeah, but then they had one on Nas is Still Dreaming. Still Dreaming. What's on? Hip Hop is Dead? Mm -mm. That was like Will I... Oh, you're... Hip Hop is Dead. That's what album it was like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But that, but to do a full project in the way that Kanye produces now, yeah, that's not, that it's not gonna work. match up. It's not gonna work with his flow and the way Nas is. Like, that's just how it is. Yeah, like the beat. If you just have the beats by themselves, fire. Yeah, like cop shot, cop shot the kids. Fire. I see. That's what my least I think favorite. That, album. Nah, I think that was fire. What? Yeah, that show was definitely his, fire. The flow didn't even sit in the. 
You didn't like it? No, no, not really. I like the beat. I, I, I feel like the, whoever engineered that shit sucked too, though. I think the mix was trash too. It was yeah, tire album. But it sounded, because they did last minute. And I think Kanye handled the mixing, and I don't know if Nas knew. So. It was garbage. Yeah, it was the some mix like was nerdy garbage. white dude in LA who I think recorded it in his house or some shit. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you gotta, I feel like you just gotta be there for the mixing. And the, like, you gotta be there. Like, yeah. It's definitely important. Nas would probably would have heard the man. What? You, what? I don't even <laughs> what think he cares or knows. Like, there, there are certain artists who like do, like, have knowledge as far as like what their shit should sound like. But then there's some that just don't even care. Yeah, that's true. And I think with somebody of Nas's stature, his voice will sound good on anything. Yeah, well, the, not, for the yeah. most part, but yeah. obviously when you have an engineer that terrible, I got somebody else on the fucking list from my head now. Except commercial hits. Nas never sounds good on commercial hits. Which you always sound funny. Well, I'm talking about like, <laughs> the, yeah. I'm talking about like the overall Shout out mix. to horse. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to big horse. All right, so to wrap this up, I guess it's going to land out of four, which is definitely super solid. Yeah. Um, We are not going to take the chance of playing nothing off the project. But uh, little known fact, Heatmakers actually produced this track, and Don Oz is super scared to play. But I'm gonna say fuck it. We'll get flagged before we get flagged. This shit was my favorite track off one of my favorite albums of all time, the Carter Two by Lil Wayne, and the track is the Mob. Let's go. Cash money, young money, motherfuck the other side. They can fuck with us if they won't. I bring them homicide. Word to my mama, I'm gon' continue bombing. So like getting out the game is like coming out of a coma. I'm trying, but I'm normal when this rap shit get boring. All I ask is that you pray for me. Please. And the beat keep crying, and I'ma keep beating her. Be I'm fucking her, I'm deep in her, sleeping her. And what happens when the reaper comes? I'm just hoping that he sends that elevator up. I made enough, I ain't make shit. So while I'm here, I'ma take that and take this. Breakfast, yes. Let's eat, wipe your mouth when you finish. Then hunt for the lunch and dinner. No beginner to the criminal activity. Fuck with them, they rushing in like Seminoles. Indians, no bow and arrows, harrow. Just need a Gina, just choppers, robber. Call the two, tell me how is you gonna stop a riot? I lock and seal it, I'm the best, I can feel it. I'm in the lead, I can pop a wheelie. Not for rookies, late bloomers, stay in the boom. I'm here, motherfucker, make room. Boom! Young Zoom, the big kahuna. It's my ocean, baby, y'all niggas is tuna. Better now than sooner. Junior, flying around your city, trying to take a number two. Yeah. I ain't guarding no West Special, I won't never leave. Shit, I'm already a legend if I ever leave. Can't get rid of me, not little me. Man, I got him, I'ma get him beat. I'm hungry like I didn't eat. I want it like I didn't see a meal before 17. What the fuck you niggas telling me? You pups can't keep up with the pedigree. Catch me where the weather be, somewhere in the 70s. Call myself settling, palm trees, promethazine. But what's new? Sometimes I can't cut through that rough loop. Get fucked so many times to this fuck you. Fuck so. How you won't do it, baby? We can get it. All you gotta do is say it, and I'm with it. Money and murder, you my nigga, my jelly preserver. I'm a ride, baby. Tell the judge, give me a verdict. Yeah, hit me or hurt me. I get it and serve it. Cause every time I did it, I hit it and hurt it. Yeah, now I kill it. The mission accomplished. Yeah, the niggas abolished the bitch.
them, I walk through fire, watch the flames start multiplying, woo! Yeah, alter nigga, Nina, talk to a nigga Take a chunk out your body like a shark bit a nigga I'm awkward like Cartwright, fuck with a nigga Shot ugly, but my heart's right Come on, dog, bark, bite Fuck in the road, I'm always going right Nowadays, knowing life ain't no more road light We can't see, but we gon' make it to the finish line It's right there, the goal line Right behind the scrimmage line Touchdown, check the scoreboard, give me mine Send me nine, fit me fine, hit a nigga twenty times Damn, damn, one more to the face Just so they close the casket like I paid to close the case I'm made straight mafia shit Front line, top rank, ready to die for my shit And the obvious shit, if I talk about my rivalry They probably get rich, so fuck them, I'ma let them sit And I ain't ducking cause I'm right here I'm just enough, I don't care who at the top of the stairs I'm stepping up, see you fucking up the money baby And they ain't good business, you starting to look like a witness And this is for the gangsters and the bitches The hustlers and the hoes, crossover whatever Mainstream low Think silent, Wayne will never fold You heard it right here if the game was ever told you Lift up your toes and look under the rug Trust me, that's history under all that dust So deep down in the dirty that lies us yeah, Cash money records and I'm still up front Stunner, pop a bottle, baby, peel us a blunt Let's eat and talk about all of the niggas we cut But you know what, let's not fuck up our lunch that's real shit if you ever seen such Judge The mob Nigga Looking to travel back to the 90s and enjoy classic mixtapes from the golden era of hip-hop? Check out at Mixtape Classics on Instagram they're offering curated mixtape collections in high-quality MP3 format on USB flash drives. Find all your favorite DJs, including Kid Capri, Funk Flex, DJ Clue, Ron G, Tony Touch, and much more. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, we back in the building. Bumps Hollywood, Don Knotts, ColecoVision Radio. It's a real special moment right now. We got Arsonists in the building from the world famous heat makers. Arsonists, what's going on? I'm good, my brother. How you doing? Chilling, man. Thanks again. I just want to say how much we appreciate you uh stopping by the show. Um, you know, we got a lot of loyal listeners that that are, are big fans of the, the the music you put out in the past, you know what I mean? And definitely the new music you just dropped last week, so I appreciate it. Yeah, so... Glad with, people like it, man. I'm, I'm glad people really like that project. Because it kind of wasn't planned, but it, it just turned out the way it turned out. Yeah, nah, the shit was definitely fire. So, like, how did it come to be to do a full project with, with Joel Ortiz and, and Fred DeGasson? Um, Well, I've worked with both of them for a while now. Like, I've, I've worked with Fred first since, like... I've been working with Fred for over 10 years, you know what I'm saying? And the little Ortiz I met in about 2014 or 2013, uh-huh. and we've been working ever since. And since I constantly work with both of them, I know how good both of them really are, so I just thought it made sense for yeah. them to do a project together. Yeah, nah, they definitely complement each other well, and like the beats, I feel like, were were definitely perfect. It was like a perfect storm, you know what I mean? Like, 
it all yep. it all fit perfectly together um so on the project um were there other tracks that that y'all left off or was this like everything that you felt no, no, no. We, we left off a lot of tracks not because not because they weren't good enough just because we kind of didn't want to do a project with a lot of music we kind of just wanted to give people a nice new song be new project we could have put out a project with about 15 records and all of them would have been dope but i just think i want to save space for the little group part too yeah yeah so so you think you got another one that you're gonna drop with them yeah a million percent a million percent that's dope yeah because my partner don nas here he was definitely loving the project and and y'all left him like hanging <laughs> yeah wanting, wanting a couple more joints you know what i mean yeah but that's i'd rather that than you heard too much yeah that's a fact that's true um so we got a we got a video for hallways uh dropping tomorrow oh word that's my man's favorite track off the album yeah, too yeah 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 we, we're dropping hallways tomorrow it, it actually was supposed to premiere on bt jams today but I think it might premiere tomorrow or Wednesday, but either way, we're um, we're gonna put it out for the people to see tomorrow. All right, that's dope. So, um, all right, so basically, like, I follow you on Instagram and shit. I see you still rocking with the MP, right? Of course. So, and that's have you ever strayed away from that, or because I, I remember like back now, when 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 Machine first came out, they tried to get me to Machine. They sent me, you know, um. Like a free prototype, and then they sent me a free one when they got it all together. And I kind of tried it for a little while, but you know what I mean. Like I was, I, I was actively working, so it's hard to switch to a new machine when you're actively working. Like a lot of people that switch machines is because they took time off and they had downtime and they weren't working consistently. But me, I kind of always kept a steady workflow, so I never really had the time to learn machine. I, I, I've been using MP since 1999. Right, yeah. So, what'd you start off on the two thousand or the XL? The two thousand. We had to, we had to load up this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. Um, when it comes to your samples and shit, right? Like, how how do you go about finding them nowadays? Like, you still out there digging and shit, or you got like? Nah, I just I just know what I like. You know what I mean? I, nowadays, I get a lot of my samples down. Funny enough, it'll be me or um in the crib watching Netflix and I hear a song in the background and I Shazam it. Right, right, right. And and I and I kinda do a little history on that artist or whoever it is and then I just I find a bunch of shit and I'll go on a wave for a minute. Like you might hear me do something where I'm on like a gospel wave, like when I did once upon a time for Dipset. Yeah. I was in my gospel wave. Like I I got an intro coming on Cam's um program too. It just depends on what vibe I'm on, you know what I'm saying? But I don't really, before I used to really go to record stores and dig, now it don't make sense to do that. Just wasting time and money. Yeah, and definitely. I got like a thousand uh, just like jazz records that I'll probably never play again, you know what I mean, just from digging and shit, so. But the crazy thing is, some of those people might, might have never made it online, so you might be good in that regard, you know what I'm saying? You might have something that people can't find online. Yeah, that's true. Hell yeah. So, um, in terms of when you go down to make a beat, right? Um, right. Like, what is what is your process like? Like, do you set aside time to make a beat, or it's like, all right, I just feel like today I'm gonna make a beat. Like, how, do, how how's your process like with that? Let me tell you exactly how my process goes. I'll, I'll come in and like I come into the studio and I don't automatically go straight to work. And I'll come in, I'll watch a little TV, look at some things on the internet for a minute. You know, I'm in the boxing, so I, I look at a lot of boxing interviews for places about to come up. 
And and then sooner or later, like the I don't know, it's the, the, the wave hits me, and I'm like, yo, I feel like working. And then I just I always have a heavy catalog of samples that I keep in my computer, or a bunch of people send me random samples out the blue all the time. So I go through those, or I go through whatever, and I I'll pick whatever's moving me that day. I start chopping it up, you know, probably light one up, smoke one quick, come back, and then just put it all together. It just at the end of the day, it just makes sense. You know what I mean? I don't I don't ever know what I'm gonna do when I start. Right, but I just know the outcome has to be fire. And it's not like force, though. It, it just kind of happens. Never, never. Because if you listen to Gorilla Blue, a lot of the records they take you in different vibes. It's like you got a paid fool. That's like a, it's like a hard hitting street record. Then you got like Homeweed, which is real laid back and melodic. Then you got like the intro that's real aggressive with the drums, and it's just different ways that it takes you. Then you got outstanding. That's on some barbecue laid back shit. You know what I'm saying? It's just different days you just felt like different things and i just try to make the move to match you yeah when you was making the project like did you have an idea how it was gonna flow together because i noticed some I songs no idea. so no like idea. how did you piece it together because some of the songs i feel like lead into the next song That's perfect I yeah i mean that was a little about arrangement you know like me and me and uh me Joel and fred sat down and arranged the project as far as like if we were just fans on the outside listening, what song were we going to hear come next? Right, like, okay. The only, song, the only song that we knew the placement of was the intro. Right. Everything else was kind of like, it just has to feel right coming in for whatever song it comes after. Right, right. So, and then when you made the track um, with the Careless Whisper sample, though, right? Like, yeah. was you concerned about using a sample like that, or you just said, fuck it, I'm going to put it out, like... Cause I don't know, is George Michael even really letting samples fly like that? Well, he's dead. I mean, well, I guess that's true, we right? Really, we don't really want to get into that, but <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Know, it, it, it is what it is. But um, nowadays, kind of like again, it's art, man. So any any musician can appreciate art, especially when it's done in a way that they've never heard their music sound before. Yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. So, all right. In terms of um, on, on our show, we typically do a segment where we talk about like our top five. You know what I mean? So I know I'm putting you on the spot with this, but if you had to name like the top five tracks you ever produced, right? Would you be able to come up with some top five, five through one, number one being your favorite track you ever did? Um, yeah, probably. All right. What you got? What's number five? Um, uh, number five would probably be. Uh, the mob for Lil Wayne. Classic track, classic track. So how did matter of fact? I don't even want to interrupt, but I gotta know like how did that come to be? Cause you was working heavy with like Dipset and shit then, and then you produced like probably the best track on Wayne's best album. Like how did that come to be? Um, that actually got put together through my man British, who actually is with Dipset. He actually manages Cam now, but um. He just hit me up one day and he was like, yo, me and, you know, me and Wayne, we doing some things. Um, you got some records given to him, give him to Wayne. And this was, uh, this was in, I want to say like April of whatever, whatever year it was. Right. And, um, I didn't get an answer back from Wayne until October when he was asking me to send the files because the album was about to come out. Oh, so you didn't even know he actually had like a hit to that. Right. They just sent me the records. They sent me what he recorded to it. Yeah. And they was just like, yo, we need these. We're going to put these on the album, da 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 And I was like, all right, cool. And we just kind of took it from there. So everything kind of happened organic. It wasn't like I knew ahead of time. I found out. Damn near right. I found out. Wow. 
Yeah, that's crazy. That and that definitely turned out to be like a standout. You actually had the other the the receipt was on there too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. So number number four, what do you got? Um, number four would probably be um would probably be Killer Cam. Fire classic purple haze shit. Yeah. Um. Was that um, was that a sample too? Like, how did that go? Cause that sounded like somebody no, was just that's singing actually, in there. That's actually my homeboy. Oh, he's, is it? Um, he's an he's an opera singer. He's a Spanish dude. He's an opera singer. So I just told him, I just wanted him to try new shit. Like, and he just started bugging out, doing like a reggae vibe. And I'm like, yo, that's it. <laughs> and I just sampled him, and then found a, a nice little melody to go underneath it. He did that, and I chopped that up, played the bass line behind it, and go off to the race. That's dope. Yo, with the bass line and shit, though, right? Because, like, as a producer, that was something I always kind of struggled with. So, like, do you have any kind of, like, musical training? Or you just your ear is just like, all right, this sounds right? No, like, here's my thing, man. I don't, when I play my bass lines, they not, I, I know if people listen to perfection and shit like that. If it sounds good to me, that shit is rocking. You understand? Like, yeah. I don't. I'm not musically trained. Some of my shit might be in and out of key sometimes. Right. I don't really. I go. I go by the feel of a record, man. If the record feels right. I'm rocking with that. I don't really. I don't try to. I don't aim for perfection. I know that sounds crazy, but I feel like perfection fucked up records sometimes. Yeah. No, I feel. Mistakes, you. mistakes make records dope. Right. You know that's why people like ODB was so popular because it was. Just a, it was. It was just. It, it was things that artists weren't supposed to do that he did that just worked. Right. Yeah, no, nah, that's real. And I, it's the same for production. Your mistakes sometimes make your best records, man. Yeah. All right, number number three. This is all heat, so you know, like this shit is all heat right now. Um, number three would probably be would probably be ironically enough, once upon a time. Yeah, that's fire. That, that I heard that and I was I was super happy to hear Dipset spitting like that over that track, like so basically like how how did that come to be because that was that that wasn't even on the dipset album right that was just kind of like a no that was on that was on waste of talent it was supposed to be for a dipset album but um at the time jim had the momentum going with uh waste of talent so me and jim was working close on that album so we just decided to put it on there oh, okay use, use the can feature yeah yeah and that and like you said you just found that was like a a, a gospel sample you found and just flipped like that yeah, it was just, that whole shit started out, man, just because Jim was working on his album and I wasn't a part of it because, it's a long story, Jim was working on the other side of my studio and me and him really weren't doing any work. We were still cool, we just, we just wasn't doing any work and then when he played me his album, I kind of felt the way that I wasn't on this, so I'm like, nah, Jim, nah, let me send you something. And I put Once Upon a Time together the next day and I sent it to him. And I didn't even know if he liked it. I just seen him rapping to it on the gram. And I'm like, okay, like, fuck with it. And he, <laughs> yeah, that yeah. With me and he was like, yo, I want you to executive produce the project. Wow. Let's, let's, let's kind of start from scratch. You know what I'm saying? So we kind of remade Wasted Talent into what you heard now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's dope. All right, number two. Uh, number two, Dipset Anthem. Word, I thought that would have been number one. All right, so now, <laughs> now, now, I'm, I'm kind of anxious to see number one. I seen like an interview where um you was describing the whole process for Dipset Anthem, and that that was definitely yeah, yeah. that was crazy. Yeah, genius, yeah. Yeah, that was kind of like our introduction yeah. to to the heat makers for most people. Yeah, definitely was. All right, number one, best uh, heat maker song. Best heat maker song. 
to me, uh, I'm ready. Word. All right. That so, was actually yeah, the first I'm, one I heard. But now, was, me. So that was, and that was, um, like, Jewel's definitely, definitely, like, that fit perfect with that time and shit. You know what I mean? So. And I'm not going to lie to you. I got a record with Jewel right now that um, you probably seen pieces of it on the ground where I stand with Whitney Houston. That might, that, might, that might be my next top five, man, the one that comes out. Oh really? You think that's gonna that's gonna knock something out of the out of the five? Yeah, yeah that's a, that's an incredible record, man. I just want the world to hear it because everybody that heard snippets of it, they hit me up consistently. Like, when is that coming out? When is that coming out? And we've we've done that record over a year now. Wow, really? Close to a year. Yeah, close to about close to a year. If wow. not a year. So that's got to be kind of hard when you know you got some heat in the stash and it's just like, you know, you can't even drop yeah, but it. I, just... but this, is, this is what we do. This is what we do for a living, man. Like, I, you know, I, I pride myself on making I'm making great music. So if one of them don't come out when it's supposed to, I'm supposed to have a, a, a clip loaded already, which I do. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. the project I got with Jim that's coming out, it, to me, is a classic album. Really? I... I, don't, I don't say that about a lot of albums. And I think, I think it's a classic body of work, man. Yeah. Well, I personally feel like Diplomatic Immunity was a classic, and you and you was heavy on that. So, um, yeah, and this Jim album I did every last record. Oh, really? All right, that's dope too. Yeah. So that's that's kind of like a lane, like um, that you trying to get in where you like are are just solely controlling projects. So I feel like that's kind of a dope vibe to yeah, be. Yeah, I mean on. that's a lane I want to go into just because I know I I know I can give the people what they want. You know what I mean? As far as like, especially like. You see the Gorilla Blue project. Right. I believe people are, like, satisfied with that project, which I'm happy about, because a lot of times people put out a project and it doesn't live up to your expectations, and I feel like this one did. Yeah. And it probably it probably surpassed a lot of people's expectations of a project with Fred and Joel. Right, right. No, it definitely, it definitely did. Like, it was, it was fire. It was definitely a banger. I saw you post something else, too, talking about you thinking about dropping, like, an instrumental project. So is that something you yeah, still you still really thinking? Yeah, I might. Put, it just depends on what, what my time is looking like. Cause you know, one song. Well, actually, I'm I'm pretty much ninety percent done with Jim's project. So once Jim project is done, um, he's gonna start working on his album. Then Cam is gonna be working on finishing up the program too. And then I'm just trying to figure out at the time would it be right for me to make a quality instrumental project to put out. I don't want to rush anything, and I don't want to make anything that's not what people expect you know so uh, it's just all those things that go into i want to do it but it's just will the timing be right to do it yeah yeah now nah, i feel you man look we looking forward to all that shit man like all everything heat maker ever put their name on has been you know top notch shit so um appreciate it we, we definitely excited about it but um I don't want to hold you up too much longer man i definitely appreciate you stopping through for the interview like this is this is big for us um I appreciate it my brother you are now tuned to Vision Radio, the home of real hip hop. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. We still got Jacques Lane in the building, ladies and gentlemen. So, Jacques, let's you are, you are the man of the hour now. That's you do true. know that, right? All right, yeah, sounds good. I appreciate that. That's true. So we got Jacques. Jacques does a lot of work in the studio. Works a lot with Don Knotts. Um, how many songs? <laughs> You think y'all recorded together? Cause I feel like y'all in here a lot together. I mean, songs. You got three albums on that computer right there. It's probably more than three. If you, <laughs> if you include Homecoming, it's yeah, four. Yeah, it's probably like 40, 
40? Right? Y'all done like 40 tracks together? Yeah, 30, 30, 30. there's probably like between 35 and 40. Yeah. Oh, wow, that shit is crazy. And then, yeah, and I only released like two of them so far because people people take time to digest music <laughs> these days. You can't just give it to them all at once. You got to put content around each song and make sure it's curated properly instead of just like releasing the music. So, so there's like a method to to the releases and shit like that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think like these days there's like two sides to it. Like one is that you don't have to time everything um, the way they used to. Like before, like release dates were like a huge, like looming thing. Yeah. Like if you had an album due at a certain point, you had to put in the music beforehand or you're done. Right. Like now everything is super fluid and flexible. So like you don't have to have a set plan, but you should have some sort of plan with like some sort of attention, you know, behind it. Like. If, you, if I'm like, oh, tomorrow, I don't know if I release it, I'll release it the next day. I yeah. can do that. Before, like... I feel like I don't even know anyone's release date no more. I, I, mean, no, I don't. It doesn't matter. Like, like, there used to be a poster. It would be like, April 24th. Yeah. yeah. And like, now no, it's like... When, when we do this new wave of the week, like, I have no idea, like, what's when, coming when it came out. out. Yeah. I just wake up Friday morning and see what's just on see what, Apple Music. Like, it. oh, they dropped. But right, cool. you know, on Spotify, they don't do that. I think the way Apple Music does it because I don't get any notifications. I don't like have any home page to go to where I see shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that's Apple how Apple, yeah. It's yeah, like yeah, you yeah. click new music, it'll show all the projects that New Jock Lane, Homecoming. <laughs> Straight, <laughs> Straight up. Nah, but yeah, I was about to say, release dates don't matter. Like, release dates are a personal thing now. Like, if you're like, oh, I want to drop it on uh, April, whatever, you could be like, oh, that's for me. But yeah, no one's like, no one really cares unless you're. If you're like J. Cole or Kendrick, like, people are going to look at, at the release date and they're going to wait for it. But other than that, it doesn't really matter. Like, yeah, I feel like the days change, too. Like, back in the day, shit always used to drop on, Tuesday. like, a Tuesday. 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 Yeah, now it's Friday, Friday. but sometimes there'll even be, like, a random Tuesday. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, like there's really no rules anymore. There's no rules. To the game. Game too. Like, with with um, the Homecoming album. How long has that been out for? A year now? Or um, no, no, less than a year. Probably like nine months or so. Yeah, like nine months. I started making music in February, and then so then dropped Never Lost in February, and then dropped Homecoming April twentieth. So like nine months. And you you get like thou- hundreds of thousands of streams. I saw. Yeah, I, I did on checking. Um, well, not was, even on the Homecoming album you did, right? Oh, I think on Homecoming total I got like fifteen, twenty thousand. Yeah, like, that, that's good for your first project. Cause yeah. you when when you first came here, you were like, I just started rapping. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> All like, right, so let's yeah, yeah. So let's go back. Let's go back. So like when 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 you first came here, that's real. Though? That's like a real fact that you like yeah, yeah. just started really putting it together and shit. Yeah, I started like like I, I wrote a little bit before, but like for fun, I recorded like something like real quick in like a week before. But I was never like like acting like when I went to school, I just went to school like. And then growing up, after school, we like freestyle a little bit. You freestyle at the lunch table. Yeah. Like, everybody did that. Like, that was, you know what I mean? Right. But so when I first came here, I was like, oh, I think I want to like actually like, you know, start recording. So I had songs in mind. And the first song I really wrote was Never Lost It. So that's when I came in here and recorded it. And I was like, oh, I think I'll put a project together. So, so time out. <laughs> so the first song that you actually was like, put your mind to turned into something that was actually something. You yeah, know what I mean? Because yeah, most yeah, people yeah. like, Record mad shit before they yeah. actually finally drop. So that's real shit, though. That yeah. you know what I mean. You were able to do that. So how was it? Like, cause I feel like for people just coming in to a booth and shit after not really having that experience is kind of almost awkward. You know, like you don't even know how to do yeah. it. But I feel like um, you know, you kind of like it. Kind of. 
came naturally for yeah, you. Yeah, it was definitely awkward. I think that you just kind of, I don't know, you, you kind of learn how to be comfortable in the booth, like, and that changes the way you, it just changes your output, like, it changes your inflections, the emphasis you put on certain shit, the delivery, yeah. and it, like, plays into the music. So, like, after my first few tracks, then I got more comfortable. And then now, like, I feel like I'm, like, just, like, in the booth comfortable and I can, like, flow. You're sitting down now. I'm sitting down. Now I, sit <laughs> I used to stand and I'm 6'5", so, like, if I'm standing in the booth, I'm kind of like, Jacques, can you dunk a basketball? Yeah, I could dunk six. <laughs> I hope so. Ten grade, I, like, I hope so. But, but now, nah, I used to be in the booth, standing in the booth, like, and it, I don't know, I just felt, like, mad. Like, I used to be, like, over the mic, like, rapping mad hard, and, like, now I'm in the, like, I'm sitting down. You're, you're relaxed. I'm you're relaxed like in the zone every time you yeah. park your ass on that chair. Exactly. So I come in, I <laughs> knock it out, do one take. If, unless I'm doing some crazy bars, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm kind of out of breath and I got to run it back. But usually, like, I'm just, I'm, I'm comfortable now. So I think it's just an experience thing. It's, it's always uncomfortable hearing yourself on anything. Seeing yourself on anything, is, it's uncomfortable. You just got to get used to it. Right. And, um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's an experience, man. Like. I, re- I remember when we finished Homecoming, um, you had your brother and his man here. It was, it was a, like, nice setting. It was, like, yeah, yeah. We were all, like, vibing out, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. A, like, making minor adjustments on everything. Um, at what point did, like, your brother realize that you were taking this serious? Because, like, he was in here on some business shit, I feel like. Yeah, he, yeah. he was, like, telling you to get back in there and fix this, yeah, fix that. Yeah. Like, I, his involvement... Was great. <laughs> yeah, my brother's. I mean, my brother's kind of like my manager, but um, he's someone that put me on. Like my brother, both my brothers are '80s babies, so like all the, the hip hop I know is because of them. So like any like any old track I knew or any old track I could rap like all the time is because of them. So I always respected his opinion in terms of music. So when it came to my music, I used to like write it. This one, like he he used to live in DC. He moved back home. He's living with me after I graduated. So when I first started writing music, I like run to his room. I like run about him real quick. He'd be like, oh, I work. But he never like gassed it. Like, you know, he'd be like, oh, yeah. shit. Well, once, you, once you started bringing once, shit yeah, back to him. Once I started bringing it back, he'd be like, why I work? And then, and then he'll like, he'll like play it for a day or play it for a week. And then he'd be like, yo, it's fire. <laughs> and he'll never gas me because he doesn't want me to get too gassed. Exactly. Like, yeah. He can't that. give you the easy. Yeah, exactly. The easy. But if you really like say, like, oh, these, these are special. Like, these ones are special. I'm like, all right, bet. And I, I send them everything. I send both my brothers everything. Like, I respect their, their pain in terms of music. And I feel like they, he, he just like understands like what I'm trying to accomplish as an artist. Um, like, I'm not just rapping for fun, but I have like, I have certain goals I want to hit and you know, certain things I want to do with my music so he understands that. Right. And he also, he holds me accountable. Like, if he knows I've been writing a lot lately then he'll say something like, like yo, where's this? Or like, when you doing this? Or, when are you putting out like them that. nine albums that are sitting <laughs> yeah. on the studio computer? Quadruple. <laughs> <laughs> <Bob Drew. laughs> For real though. So, so what's the, is, do you have like a specific process when it comes to writing? Or uh, is it so like at random? At first I used to like, I used to like overwrite. So like, with a beat or without with a beat? With a beat, yeah, with a beat. I used to uh, a specific beat or? Yeah, a specific beat. Oh, okay. So I like get the beat, I just like write, like keep writing, keep writing. But now I uh, I like get the beat and I like drive around with it. Yeah. So I like get the beat, I play it in the car and then I get the flow down. Right. And I like, I just like start rapping and I start like memorizing it, whatever. And then, so you're on some hope shit. You're not using nah, nah, nah. miracle See, exercise. Hope is like different because hope will get in the booth and do that. Actually, this this guy time, can do that. Oh, for real? Yeah, yeah, yeah seriously yeah. though. I feel like that's too <laughs> difficult for me. Like, 
That's too but I feel like my my process back when I would rap was the same shit though. It was more or less about like the the cadence and shit. So it didn't even really matter at 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 the beginning what was said. It was so you could just be out like da 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 da. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. To kind of like. And then you fill in the gaps exactly, with that type yeah, yeah. shit. And I think that's why check-in, like, first of all, you, like, notice. So I dropped a uh, song called Check-in, and you kind of notice the difference in, like, checking in terms of, like, comfort and, like, flow. Like, I was, like, listening to the beat, and I was like, oh, they want to check on the kid. Oh, that's <laughs> where I live. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I was doing that, and I was like, all right, let's kind of go. So then I'm like, all right, let me, like, like perfect the bar. So it's always about the flow. I'll get, like, maybe a couple bars down, and then I start to perfect it. Like, if I think I could, like, make this bar more clever, I'll do that. But now it's more so getting the flow down, because for me, the content was always there. Like, I knew I was nice lyrically. Like, I knew I could put bars together. But I think one thing about bars is, like, it's the, the delivery. Right. Like, will people be able to understand exactly what you're saying, what your intent is behind it? And also, like, it's just, like, the, the flow of it all, like, you can be saying like crazy shit, but if it's not hitting right, if it doesn't sit in the beat, yeah. you are not gonna listen. It just doesn't sound good on the ears. So like, even after I record, before I drop something, I always ride around to it. I work out to it, and I like I see how sort of like the song ages and like what sticks out to me. So like, right now I dropped, I knew which lines people would quote before like they would tell me. Yeah, yeah. I was doing it for myself. Right. Because at the end of the day, I'm a fan of music, so like. I'm I'm like my my biggest critic, but my biggest fan as well. Like, if I don't like something, I'll be honest with myself. I'm like, that's it's kind of trash. Like, you can do better, and I I fix it. But um, I think that a lot of people don't take that time to critique themselves anymore. They just record some shit. People say it's fire on IG Live, and they're like, <laughs> yeah, all right, that's it. Fire. That's the one. This, this is it right here. We got one, bro. We got one, bro. Yeah, I'll boost a couple hundred thousand plays on SoundCloud. We exactly. good. We good. Exactly. We good. Bro. We good. <laughs> Have my man's be posted. Like that's it. But music is a process. Like some things you gotta age. Like I think I, I heard one thing where Kanye did the stronger, stronger song. Mm-hmm. He had like seventy-two different mixes of it. Seventy. Yeah, but Kanye is also a psychopath. But, but Kanye <laughs> also made he made like Tommy's music for a reason. Like yeah, you right, know what I mean. Like yeah. some people don't have that patience. So I mean, I think it's just all about discipline. I've maybe done like ten mixes max of one song, but and never that's crazy 72. enough though. Like that, I feel like that's still yeah. Yeah, now this guy's super crazy. patient. I have like when it comes to that shit, like, and this is probably bad for business, but <laughs> I got ADHD when it comes to that type shit. Yeah. Like this guy will definitely go in and like correct the level of a snare right. three minutes into a song type right. shit where it's like yo that shit sound fire to me but yeah back when we first started making beats this guy would put together a hot ass beat but the levels would be all off so then he would just depend on me all the time pretty much this, my yeah, beats were fire but I'm like yo make that shit sound yeah. good yeah, make, make, make that more fire <laughs> straight up though and then when I tried to put my name on the co-production credits he would have a fucking cow almost full you're like you didn't produce this one. Just, <laughs> you fixed the levels that was, that was your job oh, that, was, yeah. that was what you did that's as far as your, your role went yo so for the check in though you dropped the video for that too yeah right? I dropped the video for it so I shot in um, in Philly with um, one, of my, one of my bros J Visuals um Someone that I knew in college and yeah, Sean Philly. I shot it around my my old campus actually. That's what it was, yeah. Because yeah. we was watching. Remember, it was like this some like dorm room shit. Like, yeah, you yeah, just yeah, yeah. Facts, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was my two, two of my bros. That was their apartment, but um, one of my mans. When I so when I first first started making music, I tried to go to the studio in Philly. Mm-hmm. That's right when I wrote Never Lost. It was like January. And when I go down to Philly, I'll stay at my man's crib. 
and I would sleep on the couch. And if I was like, if I didn't have to go into work, I'd be there for like a week, just like chilling, fucking around, doing yeah. whatever. So it's in the same apartment complex. So I was like, I'd right, be cool to like shoot it there and like kind of like reenact like what I used to do down there last year. Yeah. So um, so yeah, that was down in Philly, and I, I didn't like Philly when I was down there. I'm not gonna lie. Nah, I I, I went like there once, and I just I don't know. It's not. It's not New York. It's not. It's like. But it's not even DC. Either. It's cleaner. Then is it really? Philly, Philly is cleaner. Yeah. But it does make it better. Nah. That that, that, like the outskirts of it, it's fucking shithole. Yeah. Right. right, right, right. Not really fucking is. Philly. <laughs> I've only I've been to Philly like twice, but I went to like the Made in America festival shit. Yeah. So I was just like, in that fire. part. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah, a, that's yeah. I ran up the Rocky Steps. Did you really? I got video. Yeah, at the top. I'm about to say them stuff shit. I did that a couple times. It's actually mad hard. Like yeah. looking at them on video, they don't look that. But when you're actually in front of yeah. them, mad yeah, mad steps, right? Mad steps, bro. I'm mad pissed because I I specifically went there well for a cheesesteak and to run up the Rocky Steps. Cheesesteak so far, don't I did. Candy what? Deli down the street, way better. Candy? God. That, then a uh, Philly cheese Yes. It's got like steak on it. <laughs> no, it's not it's steak, got steak in the this guy's opinion. No, I'm, I'm telling you right now. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. When you come by for a daytime session, I'm getting Philly cheesesteaks from over Philly there. Philly cheesesteaks, and I'm not in Philly? K&D Deli. Nah, we're going to have to do that. Because I, I, I mean, I had a few different cheesesteaks while I was down there. They were fire. Overrated. What? I mean, I'll take a chopped cheese in New York any day over a Philly cheesesteak, but that's just me. But I didn't appreciate Philly till I left. Once I left, I was like, all right, this is... Because you're also, too, like, when you're in college, you're 18, 19, like, you couldn't even, couldn't really do shit. Like, you do, you did house parties and yeah, yeah. Away, college bitches, but when you graduate, you're like, oh... You ain't had a fake ID yeah. connect. And then you come back to school, everybody like... Are you, I feel like I see you down there a lot yeah, now, yeah. right? Now, now I'll go down, I'll fuck with it, because for one, I miss it. I know I know people there still, but also like, you just, people appreciate you more and you appreciate it, like, being there more, because I mean, you're not there as often, but also like, you're, you're not in that environment anymore, so you start to pick up on little things, you start to appreciate little things, just like, how people are down there, how people are, like, around the campus, and... Everything like that. So when I pull up, I chill, but I still see people, uh, you know, fuck around on there. Yo, so speaking of campuses, though, you was doing like college shows and shit, right? Didn't you do some shows at yeah, some colleges? Yeah. Well, I did, um, yeah, I did um, Syracuse. Actually, I'm supposed to perform at Villanova. Shout out to the Wildcats. <laughs> yeah. Shout out Carrie Kittle. That's uh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I'm supposed to perform at Villanova sometime in February. Yeah. Um, but then I performed at Syracuse. That was my first show ever. That shit was, yeah. Was, was, right. Wasn't it like DJ Drama the headliner? Yeah, yeah, that shit was bad. It's, Yo, drama, but, it's Drama and Yo Gotti. So, yeah, like, yeah. that's fire. But my question is, right, so you just started rapping, mm-hmm. right, and now you're performing in front of mad people. Yeah. Probably scared as shit. Yeah, what, was the, what was the energy like? like all right, so I'm going to walk through the day, so. And, and check it. Trill shit. Don't tell us, like, it ain't nothing. Like, what nah. was it? Like, <laughs> I'll be real about it. Right. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, yeah, I get confirmed for the show. I hit my man's, my, my man's Amir. I went to college with him. He uh, He's from D.C., so I'm, and he's living in New York, he's living in Harlem. Yeah. I was like, yo, bro, got the show, we out. Like, we <laughs> lit, bro, da da I'm gonna cop the renty, we out. Yeah. So get the rental, drive up. It was like a white camera. Actually, I, I got a ticket, a speeding ticket coming on the way. It was a Camry, but it wasn't my, my old my old wet car, so I was doing like 100. So we get there, we get there the day of, and um, we do like sound check. I know what sound check was. Yeah. So I, I saw people doing it. They're like doing their performance or whatever. 
I am better. I come in, I'm just like, I'm just like rapping, like, I'm rapping like, I'm like rapping to, to you guys instead of like performing. And I didn't really notice that, but I'm just like mad nervous. I'm just rapping. I think I did uh, Never Lost It. I think I did this with one song called Finish Line. So I did that and sound check. Like, damn, I'm kind of nervous, bro. Like, you gotta get lick. So um, a couple of frat bros. Um, so I'm in a fraternity called Alpha Alpha. And a couple of them were having um, like a pregame for the concert. So they had like jungle juice, which like, <laughs> if you don't know, that shit is like That's mad. Literally pink. everything. Yeah, like. Sneaky pig. Basically, you should not be drinking that after 21. Hell like, yeah. When you like your own lick, you don't drink jungle juice. So I get there and I'm like, I'm chilling. I'm feeling kind of cool too, because I'm like, I'm about to perform. Like, they might have come to the show. I'm drinking and I feel my, my stomach really like doing backflips. Like, yeah, yeah. Crip walking in my stomach. Like, it's really, like, it's bad. And it's because it's like this red juice and I'm feeling lit. But it's not like you drink Henny Lit. Like, it's like, you're kind of, like, sick. Yeah, yeah. So I'm all right, bro. We got to go. So I, <laughs> I, get in the, I get in the camera, drive back, and they're, like, looking for me. So, um, but also, when I'm at the pregame, like, Amir is, like, gassing me. He's, like, he, he's, like, telling stories, like, oh, you know what this is? Like, he's about to perform. They're, like, oh, really? I'm, like, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, I am, I am, I'm not gonna lie. So at that point, was you nervous or, or you At was that point, right? I was like, damn, I got put on an actual show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Shorty's actually looking for me now. <laughs> like, hey, that's trash. Uh, so then, <laughs> I get there and then I, I do, I like, I don't even do a full intro. I think I'm just like, oh, thank you guys for coming. Like, my name is Jacques Lamb from Newburgh, New York, da da. And like, that was it. And I just like did the songs. Yeah. And like, I just like, like I said, I just did the songs. I performed. So I felt. I was nervous, but I just wasn't fully prepared. Like everything you do in anything, especially when you put on performance, you gotta practice. Yeah. And I did not practice like I should have. So that was a just really like I don't wasn't really like a that solid show. performance. But I also think it had to happen because like now after every show, I you do know. Like, yeah, I know. Like I also do like a self evaluation form um, that my brother like pass on to me to basically like rate different things and what I want to improve on and sort of like what my intentions were going in and how I want to. I guess like going to the next show. So after that's that, I started doing shows with Kaz and um, Chris was there. Um, and that, I like practiced like every day for those. Like, that was when I was like really like putting on performances and felt comfortable. So I think that first show needed to happen because it, it was ugly, man. Like, <laughs> like, like people won't say it's bad, but I know I could do better. Yeah. My stomach was just feeling funny and it was bad. It was bad, but. It was, it was a good experience. Yo Gotti came on after. They had a tour contest on stage. I was backstage. I was like, oh, is this lit? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It ended up being good. Yeah. Do, cool. you, do you have a hype man yet or no? Nah, 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 nah. I don't like bringing people on stage with me. I'd at least just have one more person just to like... Just to like, guess? Ju- just so you can like breathe. Think so? Nah, I don't, I don't think like, so. I feel like I'm too tall to have a hype man. You know what the thing is too? I feel like this is the biggest problem with like rap performances, right? The only good rap performance I've ever seen was Kendrick. Kendrick. I Literally, I like I love Nas song. Every rapper He's a terrible performer. Yeah, every rapper yells. You know what I mean? Like yes. it doesn't even sound like their song. It sounds like someone karaoke in their song. Kendrick's like breath control. Like and he does and mad also, voices and shit. I was about to say Kendrick is good. First off, he doesn't uh, rap over his own recordings. Yeah. But that allows him to sort of change the flows and inflections and stuff like that on the beat. Yeah. And it gives you a uh, sort of like another dimension when you listen to songs live. Yeah. Than if you listen to it by itself, because if 
you don't really want to go to pay to see them rap over the shit you could hear in your car. Yeah, you want to see yeah, them yeah. really put on a show. And like, exactly. And I saw Kendrick twice. I saw him in Made in America, and I saw him in Paris in Philly. Mm. Crazy. like he, It was he, mad good, right? It sounded he had a live like... band when I saw him the first time he did Mad City. Yeah. Drums. I was like, yo. Crazy, this, huh? Yeah, that's why I watch in terms of performances. That's why I usually watch before like my performances. Ham Cole does, has really good performances. I haven't seen him live, but I saw I Cole live at Made in America two years ago. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was it was definitely solid. Even Hove, honestly, like, and this is the thing with Hove, right? Is like he can control the crowd like yeah, yeah. nobody I've ever the seen. is crazy. It's definitely crazy. Um, but for most rappers, it's just like yelling, yeah. and it's like. That's not how you sound. Yeah. Why you sound like this now? And then they'll have hype men up there, like Wu Tang. There'll be like 30 people yeah. with mics. If, 30 if you people, like 30 one, mics. If you have one person and they're not like overshadowing you, I, f- I feel like it's fine. Like just, just somebody to let you like breathe for a bar or so. Yeah. Like that's, that's cool. True. But when you got somebody who you're literally spitting your lines back and forth with, I feel like that shit's corny. Well, you know what's even more corny? Like back in our day, right? We used to have like um, live tracks, which would like TV right, you tracks. Might, you might have your like ad libs in there still. Nowadays, people come out and rap to the full track. Oh, well, yeah. It's yeah, like, yo, saying. this shit is crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's what people do. But uh, the the livest, litest performance I've ever been to, Travis Scott. Literally Work? almost lost my life. Yo, that's why I, that's why I hear. I got, I'm going to catch him on the second leg of the tour. But um, I heard that shit is crazy. Yeah, I saw him made in America two years ago. Over literally, up? my girl almost died. What? Yeah, she got swept away in a wave. Like, that, literally. That <laughs> Nah, yeah. he said he saw Astroworld. It ain't no match pair, ain't no injuries. So. Straight up, That's straight cool. up. So, but it's, it's dope. I'm saying, like, you know what I mean. You you uh, you learn and you grow. Like my first stage performance was my last. Oh, like man. I booed off stage. I'm like, oh, I'm out of here. I'm gone. <laughs> Done with this shit. Can't take this shit. <laughs> now no performance. Uh, once I, I also realized, like, that's a whole. Like you could be good in the booth. You could be good with the pen. Yeah. But unless you perform, because yeah. that's where a lot of money is now, too. Definitely. That's like all the money. That's, that's the how money. you're going to sell your fucking downloads that's how you, yeah. and streams. That's how you, like, you get paid for shows. If your yeah. shows are whack and you can't perform, you're yeah. done. So yeah. there's, no, there's no way to get around it. So it's <laughs> no you turn way into a ghostwriter, maybe. Yeah. Other like, than that, yeah, you got to be able to you perform. You got to be able to perform, yo. And once I realized that, I was like, damn, I got to get over, like, the nerves and all that. And then I got over it. But some people still can't perform. I see grown, grown rappers. Scared to death. perform, yeah. Yeah, I feel like I'm just scarred for life. Like, nah, no, you, you never came back from that. Nah, I, I literally started working with you when you first started, I feel like. And then you did that show and... That was it. That was you over. You could never do it again. Yeah, that was over. But yet you would just fucking run up in the middle of a group of people rapping and shit on everybody. But you, you couldn't <laughs> do it on stage. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a different beast, man. It's definitely different. That shit is bad. It's like I'm saying you got everybody, you know what I mean, spotlighting your face Facts. and everybody just staring at you and it's up to you to perform. And then some people like thrive off that shit yeah. and then some people just like shrink. When I first went up there I was thriving. I felt like yeah, then it was just you like slow <laughs> slowly shrunk, you know what I mean? So, but since you had successful shit, I feel like each time you go up there now you just thriving cuz you know yeah. like you feel like all right, I got this, you yeah. know what I mean? I think the biggest part for me is always crowd engagement like yeah. i like to like talk with the crowd i like to like engage with them because even on the check-in video like i'm seeing like people in the crowd all holding up lighters yeah, and yeah, shit. yeah like, like i like and you just started and you got a well, that's what's crazy. <laughs> yeah that's what's crazy that's what that's the real crazy part yeah, is. Nah, i like i i just love like crowd engagement i like because performances are really a chance for you to win people over like yeah when people like 
now when people see me, they're like, pull me aside after they're like, ask my Instagram dad ass. When I started seeing that, I was like, oh, now you really gotta like win them over. Like, you gotta do some shit like they've never seen before because it's your first impression. Like, it's like an interview. Yeah. And if you kill it, you got you just get like I have people like that hit me up for my shows like that I did in the past like, year like. Yo, I remember seeing you at the show. Like, I love your music. Keep doing it. So, like, seeing stuff like that is like, dang. Like, what I, even if it's just one fan, yeah. it's like, ah, I did a good job. But crowd engagement is, is big. I went to, um, uh, this was probably like close to 10 years ago. It was a Ryan Leslie concert. Oh, for real? <laughs> this must have been 10 years ago. Yeah. Straight up. Uh, He's dead now. Miguel <laughs> open for him. Open for Ryan, Ryan Leslie. Leslie. He's no. a beast. Nobody knew who this dude was. I had no idea who Miguel he was. Around ten, ten years Miguel. Ten years ago, nobody knew Miguel. Um, oh. he did. He did like one song or two songs, and then he played that "All I Want Is You" with yeah, Cole yeah, before yeah. it came out. This was like a month before anybody oh, heard so it. That's what I hear. I'm like. Oh my hey, god, no, this hey, shit is crazy! <laughs> this know, is nuts! Like but also, Miguel is, like, I've seen him perform. He is an animal. Like, yeah, nah, he puts on a great performance. Yo, I time. was sold from that moment that's what forward. I'm and I was sold. checking for that's him. That's it, yeah, you're checking for him. Like, that's why people, they gotta just work hard. Like, <laughs> prepare for your performances, because you could really, like, win fans. I've seen Miguel perform. Like, now when I see Miguel in lineup, that'll kind of, like, sway me to go. Because I know he's put on a good show. There's certain people I see, Kendrick, Cole, Miguel, like, I'm going to go. Like, they just, they just beast performances. So. Yeah, nah, that shit was crazy. And then fucking, fucking RLS for Prez came on afterward and murdered it. Damn, that's dope. He just dropped the album, too. Did Ryan I, Leslie? I didn't even know that. Me neither. This I guy fucking her. Denzel Washington was, like, right up above me watching from, like, some VIP section. Oh, for real? Hell yeah. Yo, the <laughs> only shit I ever saw was a video of Ryan Leslie making a beat where he, like, ordered a kazoo offline. <laughs> and, he, and they had, like, Yo, a jar full of chain to, and shit. Yeah, I think I saw that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one, I used to watch him, like, go from instrument to instrument. Like, he was dope. Know. He was super talented. He, he's a genius. Like, he, But you know, and speaking of what we talked about earlier, I think he had a song. I can't remember the title of it, but it was literally just him like mumbling over a beat. Just oh, yeah, yeah. It, it was called like, oh, mumbling. He performed that there that night. Did he really? And everybody, every like, bitch no in the place it was, was going like nuts. Him finding his cadence, and he was like, yo. Now, Ryan Leslie's nice, yo. You got his, like, production wise? Yeah. Well, nice. He was definitely a beast. And he's just, I think, he's actually a genius, I think, because I think he got like perfect scoring the SATs or something. Got Jim Harvard, like, 19. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he, was, he was like a musical prodigy, like, in high school yeah. or some shit. Yeah, I can see that. I can definitely see that. So, all right. Without further ado, um, for the new listeners that aren't familiar with Jacques, right? We we want to drop a uh, a track. So the track that you want the brand new listeners to get familiar with Jacques, what do you want us to drop for? Brand new, uh, checking, checking, yeah, checking. Check all right, and they can actually watch the video too. Yeah, so they can. Yeah, that's true. So, all right, here we go. Checking by Jacques Link. You are now tuned into Leco Vision Radio. Yeah, they wanna check on the kid. Take flights where I live. I don't think we speak again. Always learn to burn bridge. Holding off for the pressure, homie. There's a lot of things riding on me. I don't think they really know the story. They wanna check on the kid. Take flights where I live. I don't think we speak again. Always learn to burn bridge. Holding off for the pressure, homie. There's a lot of things riding on me. I don't think they really know the story. Can't let these niggas tell it for me. Yeah, yeah. 
Grown up, I done came up Came a long way from pay stubs Used to clean the whole floor up Over where we used to fold jeans Me and Miles in the store scene They was fucking with the whole team Damn right, we used to steal things Take it to the back, pop the tag Sneak it through when I book bags Flip it all when we got to school Never snitch, that's the golden rule Oh man, we had some new cash Always had to go and make it back Never thought that I would make it back My new fit, there was black on black Come through with some new kicks Kick game on some messy shit Wasn't confident in anything Now I got them right to entertain See their eyes when they look at me I think they all think the same thing Hear the crowd when they say my name Hear the crowd when they say my name Yeah, they wanna check on the kid Take flight to where I live I don't think we'll speak again Always learn to burn bridge for the pressure, homie. There's a lot of things riding on me. I don't think they really know the story. They wanna check on the kid. Take flight to where I live. I don't think we'll speak again. Always learn to burn bridge. Holding off for the pressure, homie. There's a lot of things riding on me. I don't think they really know the story. I can't let these niggas tell it for me. Yeah, yeah. Penning thoughts when I'm in my room. I'ma make it, it's gon' happen soon. Know the vibe when I make a move. I got the bounce, I make a move. They love the sound, I feel it now. I make the people go up and down. Wanna be king, but no wear crown. Over here, they might take your life. Catch your body, creep through the night. You got blood, so you gotta fight. Yelling at you like stay alive. They don't wanna see a mother cry. They don't wanna look her in the eyes. They gon' have to tell a crazy lie. Like after all, he gon' get by. Oh no, you ain't gotta lie. It's alright, everybody dies. Don't deny it's a scary sight. Looking up and you thinking why? Oh no, you ain't gotta lie. It's alright, everybody dies. Don't deny it's a scary sight. Looking up and you thinking why? Yeah, they wanna check on the kid. Take flight to where I live. I don't think we speak again. Always learn to burn bridge. Holding off for the pressure, homie. There's a lot of things riding on me. I don't think they really know the story. They wanna check on the kid. Take flights where I live. I don't think we'll speak again. Always learn to burn bridge. Holding off for the pressure, homie. There's a lot of things riding on me. I don't think they really know the story. I can't let these niggas tell it for me. Looking to travel back to the 90s and enjoy classic mixtapes from the golden era of hip-hop? Check out at Mixtape Classics on Instagram. They're offering curated mixtape collections in high-quality MP3 format on USB flash drives. Find all your favorite DJs including Kid Capri, Funk Flex, DJ Clue, Ron G, Tony Touch, and much more. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we back. Motherfucker Jacques Lane about to drop this freestyle for y'all real quick. Let them know what time it is, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, ain't shit. I said, uh, uh, said, uh, let me catch this. Shit classic. Uh, uh, still copacetic. Yo, I told the Reverend, if I get to heaven, that's a major blessing I told the devil, yeah, he got me twice But then I learned my lesson, say your prayers, boy, that's my mom's suggestion You're dead now, she told me kill him, Jacques, with no reflection I paused a second, took a breath, and then I cocked my weapon On a mission, tuck the kids in for you, say your wishes Dirty dishes for your sink, I caught you slipping in the kitchen 
Now I see a team is inefficient Staring at the window Trying to think of ways to stay consistent Put it on your brain You talk a lot Your mind is worth a million I might lose my mind If I don't mind mind And make decisions You gon' lose your life If you come without supervision Super distance Since I was chosen To go complete the mission Since my friends told me I was Kobe I ain't have to pass Since they tried to kick me out Them classes That I wasn't passing Since they told me no A hundred times a yes Once I can't front Shit had me fucked up Had me thinking that I wasn't worth Shit or worth enough Now it's pinkies up When I'm sipping tea I'm Double cup, nigga. Your girl and her friends wanna buddy up. They know what's up. I'm in and out that pussy like it's double Dutch. Say my name and I appear. Bloody Mary, save your tears. The media is selling fears. The government is selling lies. The industry is selling dreams. The block is really making fiends. It's all about your ties. See the vibes until you scream. It's you and me. We dead inside. So what's the price of killing me? What's the price of really feeling me? You niggas dick ride the next man cause of the weirdest things. You kidding me? Silly me, I thought that if I cared you would believe in me. I could've been cop jewelry, I got loans, nigga. Right now it's not cool to me, I'm hot now, that's news to me. Honestly, admittedly, I had a feeling really that I wasn't in the little league. So if I leave now, then shit, I did it willingly. They trying to get rid of me. I don't think they can, my niggas carry big guns that'll make them handstand. I'm the man they can't stand it, yo. Uh. Mm. Get him, Jock. Let's get it. Uh. Jock Lane. Yeah. Uh. Okay, now I'm out of here. Out of space, out of air. Swear niggas didn't care about fair. Shoot you at the fair. Fair ones wasn't living here. Smart guy in your high school, I'd probably be a millionaire. Snares make my voice flare. Share what you saying, not a uh. money makes the women stare. Okay, tell them that we took it there Control my own portions I'ma eat till there's no more Better yet, I'ma eat through the whole floor Watch the ceiling cave Your head laying on the floorboards Why you living under me? I'm not a role model Just a man with good company I don't like photos, nigga Save it for the underlings Flash right past you When that money's sleeping next to me Say cheese, take selfies With the legends Last year, who knew? I be rapping with some legends Really rapping with some legends I'm next Your best bet is to get a fitted vest I'm aiming at your head, your neck Going too. I ain't playing with you shitting on you niggas. I ain't even wipe my ass yet. I'm making big bets on the Nasdaq. And when the market crash, I cop stock for the low to pay my whole debt. Not about the revenue. Really, I'm the profit. My heart tells me dark things. My mind yelling stop, but I can't stop it. Maybe if I switch topics, daydream about nice things and fat wallets. But still, I never change. I want my family seeing better things. Phone rings, I pick up. Number never change. Yeah, that's my brother range. I ain't rich until we settle things. I leave it up to y'all to interpret things. So, let me get that next beat. No, get him again, son. I'm get him again, <laughs> son. I'm waiting till the beat drop. <laughs> I said, Jacques is like, Jacques is like, Jacques is like. Uh. Uh. Motherfucker, Jacques Lane in the building, Clico Vision uh. Radio. Yeah. It's for the eight. Let's Set, uh, get it. Uh, yo, uh, uh. Dream about in the night, they got me screaming out. Tell me what could kill me now. Go to my room, I would assume I knew in this, that, or another life. So now I'm writing to my death to make this shit right. You love if I left. Shit is just out of my reach, disturbing my sleep. I fiend about all the things you can't deny me. I drop diamonds that got them jeweling roses at my feet. I think I'm kindly used to move blindly, but sharper than the black samurai with new katanas. Carry burns and honor. The world's weight on my back. I look back, I never fumble, I never mumble. <laughs> Outspoken on occasion when I like to be the cause of belief. It's really getting to 
to me I count for yours and the hosts of others Black mothers who lost their sons in the struggle They see their boys in you, there's no substitute Representation, villains that's never loved in this nation I got a target on me, <laughs> money on my head, the devil's on me I feel him calling God on the other line, I put him on hold I was told he'd be there if I ever needed convo Leave message, look in my palm, nigga, just look what I hold An empty Bible filled with invisible scriptures And let me force the realest pictures If you see it, you see it, my third eye buzzing This is second coming, Jehovah just gotta witness this gifts from the future change my present tense, nigga. Uh. I run around with the same niggas, go-getters, they want everything including interest, give me the ball, it's like fourth and inches, until they give Cap a job, ain't no football on my television, Woo. you bitch niggas let us switch positions, you ain't ten toes, you fold in every dimension, and did I fail to mention, I'm hitting deadlines with no extensions, saving jobs, I'm still independent, and you depending on the little guys. A little high, I might get into the booth and fly I might dig into the truth inside I might go and find a source of your foolish pride You niggas dead inside I'm writing wrongs till it's even size Cause even I can admit I wasn't living right, right. Peel it off, that's a top layer A top player, max contract, no contact Dog, I might peel your mind back I might blow your shorty mind, that's beyond facts she infatuated when I rhyme, how's that? I mean, I'm really the GOAT, but never mind that Black sheep, black sheets when I sleep Beat banging off the wall, fans going through withdrawals Falling off, oh no, nah, nigga, don't get it wrong I'm still the nicest nigga here, I do battle on a song All nighters in the studio Trying to decide which way I'll make the culture go I mean, they ain't touching the flow, that's for damn show I give 110 at every show Gimmick rappers getting nervous, they ain't really got a purpose Feed another man's pockets till they standing on the surface Feeling worthless, I put my mind and soul in these verses Leader of the new school, I knew that shit was worth it, uh Let's get it, motherfucking Jacques Lane in the building, ladies and gentlemen Make sure yeah. I go out, check that motherfucking homecoming Yeah and uh, that's what we do, man. What we do, man. Much what we respect, do. man. That shit was fire, yo. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was fucking Jacques Lane with the freestyle straight murdered the the table over here. Don Knotts. You. What do you think, Jacques Lane? Freestyle. To two classic beats, by the way. Yeah, no, nah, that's always a plus. Queensbridge beats, by the way. Yeah, yeah, both of them Straight actually. Straight in your wheelhouse. Yeah. Um, nah, like, like I said, it, it's nothing new for me. I'm used to this guy coming in here and doing that, and I've have I've had the privilege of working with him for almost a year now, and I just I see the growth every time he steps in the booth. Um, he's definitely survived Don Knotts boot camp for artists. <laughs> um, yeah, like, you know, come to ClecoVision Studio, sign up for the program, and you'll turn out to be like this guy. <laughs> Fuck you have engineers weeks. talking all on your songs, dancing all on your videos. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Straight up, though. Straight up. But, yeah, like like we were saying, it was definitely a pleasant surprise for Jacques to come in here. Um, we weren't sure what to expect when we opened the studio, you know what I mean? Like, a lot of newer rappers kind of spitting, um, you know, mumble rap, auto-tune mm -hmm. rap. So... You know what I mean? Like, you didn't know what to expect. Jacques came in, just dropped straight bars on you, right? Like, yeah, no, it was actually mad random with this guy, too. He literally hit me up on Instagram and then just, like, randomly showed up. <laughs> and I, what, your first session was, like, what, an hour? Yeah, it's like an hour. I think. I, I think he was just doing a test run. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, let me see if I could fuck with this real <laughs> yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah, he did a test run, and then fucking, uh, we, we've seen him, like, many times a month since, so... Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, 2019, John, what does the future hold for you? Um, 
biggest thing is what things may come. This is my next project. Um, still signed on when it's actually coming, so it could be February or March. But um, that's like my next big project, and it's it discusses a lot. But there's an overarching theme, and it's a it's a very motion picture like um, sort of concept and and project. Um, definitely a lot more performances, new website coming, merch coming. Um, just overall more quality content that's what it's all about so if you want to connect 845Jacques on Instagram Twitter that's 845J-A-C-Q-E-S everywhere fuck with me um, got Homecoming my first project out on the old platforms as well as Check-In and Runner on all platforms as well so fuck with me yeah, and you got the videos for uh, Check-In and uh, Never Lost It yes sir yep so um Shot by CO Visuals. Yep, yep. The, shooting this. The building, Shout sir. With the fucking <laughs> bazooka. Got the long Big guns. <laughs> yeah. Straight yeah. Rambo gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shout out CO Visuals. Yo. Shout out to that fucking camera. That shit is litty. But yeah. All right. So, Jot, thanks for coming out. Appreciate Love you me. coming through. Appreciate you guys. And uh, you know what I mean? Till next time. <laughs> you can suck on this dick. Oh my. Pause. <laughs> Pause. <laughs>